My name is Matt Rappelt, and you're tuned in to a holiday edition of Local Music Live, the home of Kitchener-Waterloo Music here on MidtownRadio.ca. So, tonight, we have the pleasure of having not one, but two of KW's top artists here in the studio. To be honest, I'm a little bit starstruck. <laughs> Katie Topham and Jesse T have been among the most active Kitchener-Waterloo artists over the past few years. This year alone, Katie has released two fantastic singles, The Hurtin' and the Heart and Red Flags Green, and Jesse has released the super fun and super catchy, I Can Be Your Margarita. Both also have brand new holiday songs out, and they're preparing for holiday concerts. That's a lot. Welcome to the program, Jesse T and Katie Topham. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks. Hey. Oh, thank you so much for being here. Honestly, such a joy, such a privilege to have you here in the studio. Uh, and before we, before the show started, uh, I said that I was going to bring the hard-hitting journalistic questions. As our listeners know, that's what we do here on Local Music Live. Don't so because it's the, uh, the holiday-themed <laughs> episode, I got to ask, give me your number one holiday food item. What's something that you have to have on your table this time of year? I have to be honest, mashed potatoes. Uh, I love potatoes. It's, you know you can eat those anytime, right? <clears throat> I do. Okay, I was just checking. They just, <laughs> they, and, I, and I do. Oh, good. They also just, they taste better at this, I don't know. I, that was probably not the right answer to the question, but that was the first one that came to my head. There's and, no wrong and, answers. And, yeah, it's true. No, no uh, wrong answers, no but follow-up question. Is it lumpy okay. mashed potatoes or is it like oh, creamy mashed potatoes? Creamy, for sure. That's yeah. the right answer, I think. Yeah, I can no longer have dairy, so if we can get them like to taste like real butter i am like even more in also cookies like yes for sure My shout out to holiday cookies of all right? the, all different kinds That's katie true. what are you saying um well i do make i make homemade bits and bites every year that i usually end up eating probably a far larger portion <laughs> than i should have um but also turkey I, okay. I just, and again, I know, I know I also can eat turkey whenever, but I, <laughs> I feel like I don't tend to eat turkey unless it's like, you know, a big holiday thing. And I, I feel like I even eat more turkey at Christmas than I do at Thanksgiving. Yeah, I think so. I was yeah. chatting with a friend actually, we were saying there's only really like three socially acceptable times to have turkey. Right. And it's like Christmas and then Thanksgiving and like maybe Easter. Yeah. So right. you got to enjoy that turkey when it's there. Right. Cause before you know it, it's like a long wait until Easter. That's true. You're that right. That is true. I was going to say gravy. Gravy is the unsung hero of the Christmas dinner table. Together we have a full plate. I think maybe I plate. just eat gravy too often <laughs> to think of that as all. That's true. We have, we have the gravy, we have uh, mashed potatoes, we have turkey, yeah. bits oh. and bites as well. I so. love it. I love it. That's a good meal right there. <laughs> that is a good meal. Yeah. That is a great meal. So as I mentioned off the top, you two are good friends. And uh, I mean, actually last night when I messaged you, you were like hanging out together. Yeah. How often do you jam together? Ooh. Probably not enough. Yeah. I <laughs> so it's it's interesting to get kind of back to the beginning of where this started. Mm -hmm. um, I met the, well, the producer that we're both currently recording with, uh, Rick Hutt, when I was 15. And when I came to the studio for the first time, Jamie and Katie were both there. So from the minute I came to Kitchener for basically the first time, Katie and I met. And it was at that point that we started writing together. And that was kind of where our musical journey started. And anytime I used to come up from Kingston to Kitchener to write, to record, I always stayed at Katie's place. And so... I don't think when Rick introduced us, he thought I'd be a bad influence, but boy, was he wrong. <laughs> he was wrong. <laughs> a bad influence? I can't imagine. 
<laughs> I may have taken her to Phil's for the first time. Yeah. I don't know. That's a classic. You know, everyone's got to have their first Phil's experience. Well, yeah, right yeah, that was my thought. That is, yeah. That is I probably a local... shouldn't have taken her the night before she was supposed to record something. No, but that's beside the point. You definitely should have because yeah. we got some pretty cool stories. Yeah. <laughs> but how did the recordings turn out, though? Uh, well... Uh, we we still have them. Uh, <laughs> a little raspier than maybe yeah. the day before, but yeah, there's there's been a lot of a lot of music that we've made over the years, and mm-hmm. and lots of jams. Although now that our lives are a little bit more kind of busy, we don't get to do it as often. I, I think that probably has something to do with the fact that we both play so often as well. Um, I you you definitely even more than I, but I I think because we play so often when we're spending time together, it's we're. Not that we don't enjoy playing in our time off because we do, but sometimes it's nice to just hang out. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. Have like that sort of like little break away from like what your career is, right? What's your what your job is, right? We did jam a lot in Calgary. We did. Yes. Yeah, when we were at CCMA's. But it's kind of like it's the shop talk of musicians, you know? Yeah. Like you don't really have a an office that you get to go into each day and just kind of talk about what's going on in life or brainstorm ideas so the cool thing is not only are we best friends but we're also in the same career so we get to kind of bounce ideas bounce you know do demos mixes off each other and kind of get each other's opinions as well as like support so it's it's yeah a pretty cool thing yeah. that's so cool to have like you know your best friend also be your co-writer and like do you also go on each other's uh songs as well like you play yeah yeah well i yeah we've done tons of stuff on each other's songs yeah. i and uh i think most of my background vocals are what they're usually you um because <laughs> i tell you they're gonna be <laughs> <laughs> well, and i you know, secretly put my voice on it before you that's even true know. yeah there's been a couple times <laughs> go in like after like late at night and just yeah. like, lay your own vocal track exactly. down exactly there's been a couple times where she sent me invoices and i'm like are you saying i'm like oh no <laughs> invoices for bits and bites yeah, yeah. <laughs> that too well, you, um, so, I mean, that's sort of your collective musical origin story. And I always like to hear about, like, individual sort of how you got into music and, like, what made you sort of choose this, you know. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's a beautiful career. It's a great career. But it's not the most, you know, easy career to, to choose. How did you find yourself in this line of work? Oh, well, um, mine's easy. I was born into it. I don't know. I... <laughs> I was told, no, that's not true. Um, so my dad is uh, Jamie Warren, who's a, a country recording artist. Um, and so I kind of grew up watching him do this and I wanted to do it too. Um, when I was really young, uh, he had this big cube van that was empty in the back and the guys would take it on tour and fill it with equipment. And we, me and my next door neighbor, my best friend would play this game where one of us would pretend we were driving and the other one would stand in the back and sing like we were the radio. <laughs> and and <laughs> I know it sounds thrilling, doesn't it? Um, but I, and I like, I remember I wrote my first song. I still remember it when I was like, I don't know, I think I was like eight or nine or something. I wrote it with my next door neighbor. It's terrible. Um, and um, then I don't know. What I, was the name of that song? Boy, oh boy. Okay. Yep, it was. Can you um, give us a little acapella? Come on. <laughs> taste of what boy oh boy sounded like? Uh, you know, I will say, I do think it sounded a little similar to a Wilkinson's tune at the time, but I mean, just, I didn't never recorded it, so I'd never ripped anything off anybody. Um, <laughs> That's a great way to dodge that uh, last man. question. I appreciate right. no, that. No, I'll do it. I'll do it. Uh, <laughs> uh, boy oh boy, you're the one for me. Boy, oh boy, you're as cute as can be. Boy, oh boy, da na na na. Boy, oh boy, 
Um, you're Woo! as sweet as apple pie, and when you're away, I want to cry. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's I love all. That. I think that was it. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. Jesse, do you remember your, the first song you ever wrote? Um, this is great, actually. This is like a later question I had, but we're yeah. getting this out of the way right now. Please don't now. make it better than mine. That, to be honest, <laughs> though, like I feel like like a punk Lindsay Lohan version. That song could have definitely been in Freaky Friday. I, I was gonna say like Freaky Friday era Lindsay yeah. Lohan. Yeah, yeah. Mm, you're I right. hear that. You're maybe right. there's maybe there's a maybe I should call her. Yeah, um, you could have like a little side project, like a little sort of like punk or. I know. wasn't a punk band in high school. Like, yeah. I mean, this could work. It's not too late. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Okay, Jesse, <laughs> yes, first song you ever recorded. Or ever wrote, I should right. say. Uh, legitimately, there was a song called Memories of Me. Um, but before that, I do remember, I think it was in grade five or six, and there was a school project we had to write a poem for. And so I wrote one about about squirrels. Um, <laughs> I mean, and you're going to have to give us the acapella version of this right now, if you remember it. I don't know the melody, but it was fall leaves I can play each and every single day. Little squirrels come out and say, fall is here, hip hip hooray. And That's beautiful. That, That's awesome. And so my spoken word era started. Um, I was going to say, like, that sounds like one of the uh, like one of the poems that I would read to like a grade one, grade two class. Yeah. Like, that's, I could totally see that in. Yeah, that was way better you. than mine. <laughs> I think they both were fantastic. I'm my, glad we have them on uh, recording here. A little more niche market over here. <laughs> Breaking out to the scene. Exactly. So I know that every artist uh, absolutely despises this question. So uh, I'm going to ask it, but I'm going to find like a different way of asking it. And this is about your sound. Um, so if your sound was a season and an animal, what season and animal would your sound be? Hmm. Or we could just start with season. That's a really good question. Is I, it a good question or is it a confusing question? <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, that's honestly, that's up for you to decide. It, I'm just joking. It depends because I would feel like some of mine is spring because there's like some positivity to it, but there's like an underlying like usually like emotionalness to it. Like there's, there's something blooming, there's something happening, but then also I love Christmas. So like a lot of this, I've written a lot of Christmas songs. So then I would also say winter. Um, but it depends on, it depends on the song. Is the animal a squirrel? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just stick with seasons then. Katie, what would, what season would you had a really great answer. Um, <laughs> That is a good question. Um, I think I would say summer, but specifically like, you know, like my music kind of reminds me of the music that I've, I always wished that I could make when I was in high school. And I used to have these parties every Thursday night in the summertime at my dad's house while he was away on tour. Sorry, dad. And, um, <laughs> And me and a bunch of my really good friends, who are, I, a bunch of them are still recording and in bands and great musicians, um, would just sit in the backyard and play music and, you know, and hang out and around a campfire and whatever, right? And that's kind of, I guess that's, I guess that's how I would describe my music. I don't know. Yeah. Awesome. Some, See, summertime some campfires. Deep, totally. There some you go. deep answers from a very confusing question. I realized when I wrote it, I was like, I don't want to ask just like, no, it's a good what's question. your, what's your, uh, you know, how do you, how would you describe your sound? Yeah. Cause like as someone who's in a band, we get that like a lot and it's like, you know, okay, well like it's the, the 
bands we sound like, I guess, or just the genre. But mm-hmm. like, it's nice to deep, dig a little deeper in there. Find some like, you know. Totally. Makes it less open-ended. Which exactly. Is nice. Exactly. Yeah. Well, before coming on, I asked you to both pick a song that you felt is a good entry point to your respective discographies. And you both chose relatively recent tracks. Can you each tell uh, our listeners which songs you chose and why you felt those would be good entry points into your music? Jesse, why don't you start? Yes. Um, so the song I chose is Title Track, which is my first release for quite a while. So I had my debut album, Reckless Heart, that came out in 2016, uh, which was a factor funded project. And that was, uh, as my producer said, your first record is kind of like a greatest hits to date. It's what songs kind of best represent you to that point in your life, which was kind of the way that I looked at it. I tried to make it really kind of circular. And so choosing a song to kind of come back with after a few years kind of writing and creating and figuring out what I wanted this new project to sound like, uh, title track really felt like a, a good starting point. So when you asked that question, it was kind of like, well, this was a song that I felt like really introduced me at that point in my life and can kind of hopefully introduce these listeners to this new sound that we kind of have, which will lead to the project that's coming in the new year. So oh, exciting. We got to yeah. talk about that a little bit more after sure. Katie, which song did you choose? Um, so I chose the hurt and the heart, which is the title track to my EP that I released in September. Um, and it's actually one of the more recent songs that exists on my EP. So my EP was actually kind of, I guess kind of what Jesse said is a collection of anything that I had released as a single up to date. Um, but the interesting thing about it is that a lot of the things that I had released were actually written back in 2012 and they just, they, they had been demos. They had sat there, they deserved some life. But the thing about the album is it's kind of a collection of, of heartbreak for me. And the only song on there that's not is the one that's about my husband. And that's why I made it the the title track. It's, I, I thought it was a little descriptive of the kind of journey I had gone through. Um, and that song means a lot to me because it's the song that I, a, lo- a love song that I finally wrote for somebody who loved me back properly. So. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Well, we're going to hear both those songs right now. We're going to start off with Jesse T and title track. And after that, it's Katie Topham with Hurtin' in the Heart here on Local Music Live. Maybe the stars and moon don't tell you justice. Shining night, but you light up every day. It's your touch, your kiss, your whisper keeps me spinning like a record, going round and round. But I got you on replay. My title track
Some days we turn diamonds into coal We come in hot and angry Hurling words over our shoulders All our grace is gone But there is still hope Even when the overwhelm The undertow Just don't want to let us go Well, baby, you and I We know the truth Just in time, we'll we both know how much there is. 